0: Hello, and welcome to the Mormon History Podcast. Bonus episode 14, Christmas Special. Hello. And Merry Christmas from the History of the Church of Jesus Christ podcast. Today is not only Christmas Day, but it is also the day, one year ago, that I recorded the first episode of this podcast, the first introduction. I went out to visit my family in Missouri for Christmas break, and one of the presents I got was a microphone for podcasting. That same day I tested it out and recorded the introductory episode for my newest project, the Mormon History Podcast. Just a month or two later, I started publishing episodes, and got on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. In March, I finished the episodes on What We Believe, and published the Old Testament episode. From March to May, I covered the life and mortal ministry of Christ in five episodes. From June to July, I covered the Apostolic Age in another five episodes. It was then that I began what members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints call the Great Apostasy, roughly the death of the apostles to the 1820s. During the summer, I changed the name of the podcast from The Mormon History Podcast to The History of the Church of Jesus Christ to better represent the content of the episodes and to respect the will the wishes of the of President Russell M. Nelson and reflect the will of God. In September, I started a second podcast The Spiritual Thought, in which I briefly read from the Bible, Book of Mormon, or other scriptures, and discuss it, ending with my personal witness of Christ. It's been a busy year, and I expect next year to be just as busy, though I intend to give more time and attention to the podcast wherever I can. Today, I want to share with you all the story of Christmas not found in the Bible. This particular story is found in the Book of Mormon, specifically in in 3 Nephi 1. The story goes that there was a prophet in the Americas who told the people to look for the signs of the Messiah's birth. He prophesied that a new light would appear in the sky, and that, once the sun had gone down on the day the Messiah was to be born, then the night would be as day. That day, night, and day, would be as if there were just one long day. But years passed, and the people began to grow weary of watching and waiting. Some lost their faith, thinking that the Messiah would never come some still watched for the signs of Christ's first coming. Quote, Now it came to pass that there was a day set apart by the unbelievers, that all those who believed in those traditions should be put to death, except the signs to come to pass, which had been given by, by Samuel the prophet. Now it came to pass that when Nephi, the son of Nephi, saw the wickedness of, this pe- of his people, his heart was exceedingly sorrowful. And it came to pass that he went out and bowed himself down upon the earth, and cried mightily to his God in behalf of his people. Yea, those who were about to be destroyed because of their faith into the tradition of their fathers. And it came to pass that he cried mightily unto the Lord all day. And behold, the voice of the Lord came unto him, saying, Lift up your head, and be of good cheer. For behold, the time is at hand, and on this night shall the sign be given. And on the morrow come I into the world, to show unto the world that I will fulfill that All that which I have caused to be spoken by the mouth of my holy prophets, behold, I come unto my own to fulfil all things which I have made known unto the children of men from the foundation of the world, and to do the will both of the Father and of the Son, of the Father because of me, and of and of the Son because of my flesh. And behold, the time is at hand, and this night shall the sign be given. And it came to pass that the words which came unto Nephi were fulfilled, according as they had been spoken. For behold, at the going down of the sun, there was no darkness. And the people began to be astonished, because there was no darkness when the night came. End quote. With the sign of Christ's birth given to the inhabitants of the Americas, many of the unbelievers who planned to kill the believers fainted or realized their mistake, and spared the believers their lives. So, Christ's first miracle came long before his adulthood. His first miracle was accomplished simply by being born. By being born, Christ saved the lives of countless people, just as I believe we are saved by his death and resurrection. The life of Christ is so important to members of his church. During this Christmas season, we remember him by learning of him, serving him by serving others, and by loving as he loves. There are two things I encourage you all, my friends, to do to celebrate Christmas. You can watch the First Presidency Christmas devotional. I will provide a link in the show notes. Music for the devotion was provided by the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square and Orchestra at Temple Square. The songs include Joy to the World, The First Noel, O come all ye faithful, and the Hallelujah chorus from Handel's Messiah. During his address, the prophet, President Russell M. Nelson, encouraged Latter day Saints to quote, accept the many gifts offered by the Lord, end quote, un- including an un- unlimited capacity to love, the ability to forgive, repentance, and the promise of life everlasting, or eternal life. The second thing you can do is participate in the Light the World initiative. Christmas is only one day, but you can apply the principles and suggestions from mormon.org to give and serve all year round. You can be kind, charitable, extend love to all those around you, no matter what day it is. So I encourage you all to check out mormon.org this Christmas season to see what ideas there are, and watch the beautiful videos available to better become more like Christ this season and in all seasons. Merry Christmas, and know that you are loved from your friend at the Spiritual Thought and the History of the Church of Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening.